Welcome back to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We got a great segment for you. It's called The Athlete and the Chef. So sit back, relax, and let's go. Kitchen Podcast. This is the Athlete and the Chef segment. Mr. Cornell Jones. Jones. I just called you Cornell Jones. <laughs> like like Indiana Jones? Yeah, like Indiana Jones. That's oh, cool. sorry. Cornell George, uh, co-host. I am Chef Matt. And uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Um, Cornell, you have a beautiful new piece of equipment there. Um, I love it. You sound amazing. Why, thank you. It yeah. came in, I, I think, Friday. Yeah. And I was Thursday or Friday, and I was just super excited. And I didn't even actually open it till today. And I don't normally do that. Normally, I'm someone who opens everything up, tests it all out. But I'm like, how am I going to yep. test this thing out? There's nothing yep. I can do. <laughs> so right. here we go. All right. Well, it's sounding great. Coming in really nicely. And uh, if I get too loud, just to let me know, and I'll turn my little my dial down over here. But uh Dude, uh, you know, how was your weekend this weekend? You guys, uh, I know you were cooking some stuff, so I want to talk about that for sure. Um, did you have a good weekend, lifting, all that? How'd that go? I did. Uh, it was a little bit different at the gym just because there was a competition going on at Barbarian Barbell, and we had That's a handful right. of people who uh, lift at our gym, but they're on the SoCal team. They were up there. So okay. uh, I told Ryan because we normally both coached the the beginner class on Saturday together. And I was like, I, I got this one if you want to just go up there. So, because he was like, I'm going to try to get a ride with other people and then a ride back and nice. not have to drive and do all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so I just took over the, the morning class. And uh, yeah, it was, so it was definitely a lot less people than we're used to, uh, but it was still really good. Uh, nice. Fun lifting. Nothing's too broken. Um, feeling all right. Like there's a couple little just like nagging things that are just tight a little bit in my knees, but then I was feeling my IT bands and like quads and they're pretty tight. So I've been working those out today and yesterday and starting yep. to feel better already. Awesome, dude. Yeah. You were, I remember you said on Friday you were pretty beat up and then, uh, you can went in there and kind of just moved on Saturday. You know, um, I, my weekend has been very relaxed. This is uh day six of kind of having a little bit of a strain in my quad that's affecting different positions. And we'll go into that later, but like kind of, it's weird because like what I started this, uh, this cycle, I guess you can say, or the program or whatever you talk, whatever you want to call it in uh, June, June 1st was the exact first day. And I haven't stopped lifting off the program until last Monday. Um, I had like maybe one or two days where I was on vacation, but I still did stuff. And so my body's kind of like, what are you doing to me right now? Um, and I did some bar work over the week and, you know, some kind of like light stuff, powers, block work today with, with Damon. Um, but my body's like, okay, this is interesting. Um, so I'm having to keep myself busy. So <laughs> I made, I made some chili and cornbread today and it was like, it was the perfect spice level. It was probably a little too hot for the wife, but the perfect spice level. And 
I'm not really sure how I did it. I have an, a, an assumption. I, I like to, when I cook with red pepper flakes, I like to put it in with uh, the meat so the oil blooms it. And what that does is it, it makes the uh, the spice linger over just like hit you really hot. You know, you know when it's really hot and you get the hiccups. Yep. Like I get that. I'll I know I'll get that. But uh, if you put that those chili flakes in the oil, it'll bloom those things, and it'll also give you a little bit of a smokier flavor. So I did that. Um, did my normal recipe. Served it over rice. Uh, made some cornbread, and uh, just a good down home country meal. It was great. Yeah, that sounds great. I did a pork shoulder. First time smoking something that big in the little oh, yeah. char, char grill miniature mm -hmm. uh, manual smoker. Yeah, and I like it. I wouldn't say it was like, well, it, if you tried it, you'd probably be like, yeah, it was all right. I mean, you'd probably <laughs> be a little bit nicer to me, but yeah, <laughs> the, the flavor yeah. definitely wasn't bad. Okay. Uh, I did have to go and pick up my son from a birthday party, so there was about an hour where I wasn't there for it. Right, um, right. But for the most part, when it was done, it wasn't quite tender enough that I could just use forks to pull it apart, but yeah. it was too tender that I could not slice it. So I ended up okay. just kind of getting the bigger, uh, one of the bigger knives and just kind of chopping it, and then it, it tasted and felt just like if it was like pulled apart. Nice. So... so Here's the thing about that. B plus. Okay. So with pulled pork, and, and I've had this happen to me before where it's like you, you can't just sit there and pull it apart, but it's like you can't put a knife to it either. So you kind of, I kind of, you know, kind of just like smash it and like cut mm -hmm. it and do all that thing. Um, I like to take it when it's like that and throw it in like a, a skillet, a little bit of oil, maybe some butter, throw in a skillet and then cook it in that and it puts a little crust on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what a lot of like restaurants will do is they'll cook it to that point that you had it and then they'll hold it, hold it cold. And well, you know, when somebody orders, you take the portion and you throw it in the pan, you, you fry it up a little bit in some hot oil and whatever seasonings you want. Um, and then you put it on the sandwich. So I'm guessing you probably have some left over. So try that uh, on, when you do. Yeah. So I learned this a while ago where the first time I made pulled pork was in the crock pot and okay. someone was like, yeah, just put a whole bunch of pork in there, turn it on low, walk away, come back eight hours later. Yeah. Uh, dump a, basically a bottle of barbecue sauce in there and you're done. Yeah. Totally. And what I realized is my family gets really sick of bar barbecued pulled pork real quick. <laughs> like, <laughs> they yep. don't like to have the same meal like multiple times in a row. I right. have no problem with it, but yeah. So I don't add any of the barbecue sauce till it's basically time to eat now. But that's okay. what I would generally do is I would throw it on a pan with some barbecue sauce and do it that nice. way. Nice. But then the, it's funny. They're like, well, I don't want to have barbecued sandwiches twice in a row. But I have no problem having carnitas tacos where you just take the same pork and there you, you just fry it up a little bit. Yeah. And then you put it in a taco or you to this morning I did it over. I did it in a uh, breakfast burrito. And then mm -hmm. for dinner, I had a teriyaki bowl with it. Yeah. So. And, and that's a good point because, and, and what I really like about what you said there is, is that you're, you're utilizing it in different ways. And to me, that's why I never, I'll never cook, uh, a, you know, a piece of meat like that with barbecue sauce on it. It's always like mustard, or like a, just a yellow mustard and then a dry rub because the dry rub will give you, you know, flavor throughout. But it's not going to make it only barbecue. 
Like, like you said, you could do a pizza, you could do tacos, you could do a sandwich, you could do whatever. Shoot, you could put in some pasta, you know, like, so, um, that's, I mean, it's a really smart way to do it. I, I'm the same way though. I can, I can eat the same meal like five days in a row. I mean, I do. I yeah. eat pizza like, all, all the time. So um, I will, I will cook my tri-tip in, in barbecue sauce. So like, really? once I wrap it, I have no problem yeah. with that. But a tri-tip is generally like a big one is like two and a half pounds. And, right. Right. I mean, I can put down a pound and a half in a day on my own. So there's, <laughs> there's See, rarely however any you want. Left, yeah. There's yeah. rarely any leftover. Right. Right. That's great. Um, I like that. So let me ask you a question. Um, do you guys, your kids are a little bit older now. So do you guys, uh, go to the pumpkin patch? No. Do you have pumpkin patches down there? We do. Okay. But they're not as cool as yours. I'm sure. No, uh, ours you sucked. saw, I don't know. If, well, I don't know if you saw, but there's a mall about a mile and a half South of where I live. If you go on the okay. freeway. Okay. It's in the, it's in the parking lot. Yeah. Like yeah. they bring in a whole bunch of hay. They bring in hay bales. They make up sleds. They have one little carnival ride and right. they charge you $45 for a pumpkin. Okay. So we have an array of different styles of uh, pumpkin patches here in, in the Pacific Northwest, or I'll just specifically talk about Portland. We have, it basically lies on two, uh, two sides of the spectrum. So the first ones, and I get so mad at these because they char- first of all, they charge you a cover per person. It can be anywhere between five to $20 per person just to get in. Okay. Um, on top of that, they have like, uh, petting zoos, bouncy houses, big slides, um, cannons, uh, the, the pumpkin cannons, which are actually pretty cool. They shoot them at like old cars. It's really great. Um, they have hay rides, they have mazes. I mean, and then on top of that, they have like a couple food carts there and they're, they're, uh, you know, baking pumpkin pies and, and fresh like apple cider donuts and you got coffee and hot chocolate and like, it's everything. But here's the thing, you pay for you know, whatever, let's say, let's say five bucks to get in per person, you know, family four, that's $20 just off the top. They charge you by uh, the weight of the pumpkin. And then everything you want to do inside there, you have to, you have to pay for it. <laughs> you want to go down a slide? You got to pay for it. <laughs> like, and I'm just thinking like, so early on in our family life, um, with the kids, you know, we went to some of those and then we were like, I got to the point where I was like, I am, oh, I'm buying them at Fred Myers from now on. Like, I'm not going to these things. Like you want to go and take a picture. Cool outside a little bit, but I'm not going in. I'm not paying this much. I would drop $120 at these places. So, but over the past three years, we found that there's the other side of the spectrum where there's these local farms. They're just growing. They have like a, you know, half acre patch of their field that they grow pumpkins and then they bring in you know freshly made kettle corn they have a kettle corn cart you know they got like a candle maker and and it's a lot smaller it doesn't cost to get in i got five pumpkins today i spent 27 dollars. that's great (laughs) i've been bragging about this all day so (laughs) now everybody's gonna hear about it but it's just like and we're supporting like a local farm it's it's totally the better way to go but man the pumpkin patch business up here i told lana i was like you know if if i ever retire i want to i want to get some land i want to put a house on it and i want to do pumpkin patch and uh christmas trees there you go <laughs> make money for the rest of the year cuz 
the market up here. People will spend for it. And you see people like Lexuses, you know, Range Rovers, all all these like all these I saw a Rolls Royce pulling up to one today. And I'm like, what is going on? But anyways, that's my little rant on pumpkin patches. Find a local farm. <laughs> yeah, there is one of those about a 45 minutes or so from here. It's called yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to remember how to say it correctly, and then I'll tell you how the locals say it. Okay. It's Bates Nut Farm. Everyone else here calls it Bates or Bates. Nate's Butt Farm. <laughs> you see how that's you yeah. kind of mix it up on accident yeah. when it's yeah. just like that's It's called uh, Nate's Butt Farm. So okay, there All is right. a place like that, and they have like a country store, and they have a lot of that kind of stuff. But yeah. the biggest problem with that one is that's where like the majority of people will go if they want to have that experience. Correct. Correct. So it could, it could take you 45 minutes to find parking. Oh my gosh. So it's, it's just one of those things where I have two base borderline high, like a eighth grader and a 10th yeah. grader. They don't yeah. care. Yeah. My, my kids are getting there. I, I would say we probably have a couple more years with the pumpkin patch. Um, I, this might be the last year of actually like trick or treating, um, because they're starting to get a, a little unenthused. They want to go off with their friends and do that stuff. And that's totally fine. But like, um, you know, we're just like, okay. And we, I think we have one more year of like bags of candy in the house. So yeah, nice. we'll see. It's coming up here. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of been my weekend. Um, like I said, Damon and I lifted today and we did block work. Uh, I caught everything way above parallel and it, I moved just fine, right? Um, it's when it got heavy enough to push me down below parallel or even at parallel there where it started to feel painful. Um, but Cornell, let me ask you, do you go to, uh, do you do the uh, chiropractor at all? I go to the chiropractor when I'm hurt. Okay. Okay. I was telling you about, sorry, I'm in the chair. <laughs> this is, it's called a physics, P-H-Y-S-I-X. Okay. This okay. is that wrap that I get for my quad whenever I pull my adapter. Okay. Where so did I got you get it on that? Amazon. Amazon. All right. And I believe this has a size. I got the XL. Okay. And it's technically a knee wrap, but it's. It's a it's kind of like the knee sleeve from Hook Grip, but it's about right. twice as thick. Okay. And much stretchier and it's more for like a knee support, not necessarily for lifting, but just for old guys with bad knees. Right. No, and, I, and it's funny because I was totally going to ask you about that and I kept on forgetting, but um you know, right now what I've been doing is and for those of you who don't know, I I'm pretty sure I I haven't got like I haven't even gone to the doctor for it yet, but I'm pretty sure I just strained uh, a quadricep muscle it was, there's no bruising or anything felt pop, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm working through it so I can have the chance to uh, compete this weekend or this coming weekend. So, um, but I've been using just an ACE bandage and then like some just athletic tape around it to add a little bit more tension. And, you know, that's working a little bit. I'm scraping, I'm gun, I'm hot bath. Uh, what else have I done? I've done a little bit of cold tank here and there. One, I think I did it once. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. I went to the chiropractor and that's kind of why I asked you that. Um, I was, I was uh, pleasantly surprised on how well I felt afterwards. And I was telling a friend about it and he's like, you know, the biggest thing about chiropractors that I don't like is that like you have to continue to go. 
And I don't know if that's the truth, but I know I want to go again soon because of how good I felt. She like leveled me out, man. It was interesting. It cracked, which cracked my neck. The, uh, there was like, my mouth started salivating. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but honestly, like, and I was talking to her and she, she knew what I did. And she's like, she's like, why are you here? And I told her I got a competition coming up and I want to just get everything aligned. And, and she's like, yeah, I, I deal with a lot of athletes. And there's a part in my spine where I had some like kind of disc movement. And she goes, this is a very, uh, if you're doing a lot of snatches and then that drop overhead, she's like, this is a very common thing where one disc was to the left and the other was to the right overcompensating for each other. She's like, if you come in here like once a month, I will just put it right back together. And it, and it worked. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So, you know, one thing we've never really talked about, at least I haven't, is the idea of recovery beyond the normal recovery. Like we all have our things we do, but like, I, I just, from my experience, I say, get out there and try some, some new stuff because you never know what could actually, um, what your body actually needs. So just sure. try it. Yeah. I don't know. You know, there's different points in my life where it, I, I kind of look at our bodies. Like we are, we're like NASCAR race cars. Yeah. Uh, we require a lot of maintenance to do what we do and to work as hard as we do. And, to basically to, we beat the crap out of ourselves and like NASCAR cars, they're not made to just go and drive around at 50, 60 miles an hour. They're pushing it to the limit the whole time. Yep. So if you're going to push it to the limit like that, you're going to have to make sure if you want to continue to perform like that, that you are always in top notch shape and you don't have a loose tire or your brakes are going bad or any of that kind of stuff. So it, it yeah. requires so much maintenance. Mm -hmm. uh, over the, the last decade that I've been doing this, probably about four to seven years ago, like that range right there. Yeah. I was pushing. I never told my wife this, so don't tell her. <laughs> I was I was well over $1,000 a month in body work. Oh, wow. Chiropractic, acupuncture, and massage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was getting acupuncture at least once a month for a while. There was a guy that I was seeing and he would kind of sell me on a package and he's like, all right, if you buy five of them, you'll get two for free. And so all of a sudden you're spending like $500 and <laughs> yep. then he's like, oh, you're, in then you come back in in a month and you're like, oh, you're, you're in pretty good shape. It's like, oh, well, this is a waste. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> and then chiropractic, I was seeing someone, uh, at one point I was seeing them three times a week. Oh, um, wow. Wow. And then thankfully I kind of changed jobs and changed where I was living yeah. and I was able to kind of use that as my excuse why I wasn't driving all the way down there anymore. Cause I used to kind of, I didn't have a schedule that I would go in, but they would see me like three days a week whenever I was in, in the, like throughout the day, I would make sure that I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also was seeing a massage therapist that was going to a good one. And then I was going to like a, a cheap one just because mm -hmm. it was all I could afford. And I was between a thousand and thirteen, fourteen hundred a month, depending on if I was injured or not. Yeah. Yeah. And but in all of that time, uh I learned so much about myself and the people that I was seeing were explaining things and were showing me what I could do so that I didn't necessarily have to be in there all the time. And 
I just kind of learned how to do half the stuff that they were doing. I might not be as proficient as they are. And as, I mean, I'm not sticking myself with needles, but, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, totally. um, but I mean, they were, they would stick you with needles and then they'd hook you up to the electrodes. And then they're like, you know, if you got one of those stim machines, it's going to do half the stuff that we're doing right now. And you can literally stick that on and just, uh, read or watch a movie or drive or do whatever. And it's going to be helping you with a ton of that. So that was like a one-time purchase of two fifty, and then the cupping sets. I mean, I go through those. Probably, I get a set a year. Generally, they're about twenty-five to thirty dollars. And you go to see an acupuncturist where they do all that work. It's right. it's going to be a hundred bucks minimum, right? So, and then I had some a lot of friends who were going to physical therapy school who would be like, "All right, you pretty much can't do too much damage as long as like you'll know if you're doing something wrong real quick." Mm-hmm. So. You know, I like what you said about like you learned throughout all that because um, that's something that I align really well with because when I go into a doctor um, or a chiropractor or a massage therapist or anybody I talk to, like I'm asking questions. I'm telling them exactly what I'm doing with my body and being like, okay, well, you know, how can I prevent this? Or if this does happen, you know, what, what can I do at home? And, and I talk to them and I build some sort of like, relationship i guess you could say of of a way to get them to tell me more more of their knowledge right and maybe it's because i don't want to spend a ton of money but also it's because i want to be knowledgeable about like what i'm doing and allow us you know it just allows us to to run uh in this sport a lot longer or in any sport at that um i will say you know the biggest thing i learned um, in this situation, cause I've never been in this situation before. I've always had that like weird, like quadricep kind of it band area where they meet or where they touch. Um, I've always had a little bit of weird pain in there when I do like a heavy clean and jerk and it's always just kind of gone away. Um, and something I learned though, is like, listen to like the, the little ticks on your body because I might've been able to get ahead of that a little bit if I would have done a couple things prior to uh, Monday session when I, when I just decided to, you know, do doubles all the way up to, you know, 95 or 90%. Actually, I didn't decide to, I, you know, it was, it was in my programming. And so I was just doing it that way. My, here's where I went wrong is I was at Rose city. The intensity was just a little bit higher than in my garage. The platforms were full. We were talking. It was a big group of people and everything. And I decided to do uh, my doubles in in sequence or I cycle them. Basically, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done uh, once I get about ninety percent. I'm I usually will do one, drop it, reset my body, take a deep breath, get back down on the bar, and go. But Mister Hero over here. <laughs> Mr. Cool Guy thought it would be like thought you could just cycle through that, and you know I'm I'm paying for that little mistake. And uh, so if anybody I guess is listening and you kind of relate to that, like just log that in the notebook, <laughs> and for next time don't do it because like you know I'm uh, now I'm I'm working what five days no seven days out from a, a comp six days out, and I'm nervous I'm nervous about it, you know. Sure. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like this is a good parallel. I know that we talk about lifting and we also talk about food, but learning how to take care of your body is kind of like learning to make your favorite meal. Ah, and I like that. If you are just someone who's like, I really love I don't know, 
lasagna. Let's just say it. Yeah. It's something yeah. that's a little more complicated to make. It's not like yeah. burgers or whatever. Right. And you're like, I love going to lasagna. I like this place that, but it's always 30 bucks to get it. I can only afford to do it once a month. But then if you learn how to make it, you can make a month's supply for 30 bucks. <laughs> yes, like it's you just, can. <laughs> it's just learning how to do it. Yeah. And I think that that's how so much of this taking care of your body is. Yeah. Where, yeah, I would love to go get a massage like every Tuesday and Thursday when I'm not lifting. <laughs> right. I can't, I can't afford that, but I can afford uh, all of the tools that I've purchased over the, the past yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And just learn. I mean, some of it, Um, I don't use foam rollers, but I have a jacuzzi. And in that jacuzzi, they're like the seat that I normally sit in has a really good edge that I can basically use like a foam roller, but I'm in the water that's 106, 107 degrees. It's really hot. Right. And so that's getting the muscles to loosen up. And then I like push my body up and then I kind of roll out those knots. I can get my lats really well. I can get the center of the back. I can get the, the neck. Yeah. I, can, I can get all of those different areas. And then I can stand up in the jacuzzi and put my hip over or put my leg and go into that like figure four position over the edge. Yep. And again, you're in the water, so it's loosening up even faster. And those are just things that, yeah, I mean, I don't know if they have them up where you are, but there's like, there's places you can go up here where they just stretch you. I think it's called yeah. stretch you. Yeah. We have stretch lab. So yeah, same thing. Yeah. And it, it's like, so you're literally going to pay someone. I've never done it, but I can, I'm just in my brain. I'm going, you're going to pay someone. So you can, you'll just stretch. What, what, are you, what are you doing? Like, sure. Yeah. They're going to do better than if you just did it yourself. And it's going to be like, all right, here's 30 minutes of stretching, but right. Right. Um, stretching is free. <laughs> yeah, I know. And all you got, and, and most of the time, if you don't know what to do, just get on like YouTube or get on. That's why we have the internet people like, come on. Um, now I have done a stretch lab and only because it was a free consultation and they were like, they were like opening one up in our neighborhood. And so a lady came by with the flyer. was like, go try us once for free. And then they try to sell you something though. You're there. I did not take it because, sure. Uh, yes, you can stretch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty darn easy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do like, there are, um, massage therapists I've had that, that will actually stretch me out. Um, and I kind of like that, but then again, it's like, I don't know. I can stretch myself. I like it. it's, it's a, uh, but it's a, it's a good thing to do now going back to like taking care of your body. I, I think that. Uh, I really like that analogy you said. It's like cooking a good meal. It's like taking time with the ingredients. And this is just taking time with each part of your body. Um, I know that, you know, there may, we have, may have some younger listeners. And, and this is something I found in this, in this uh, sport, which is that, you know, obviously the, anyone below 35 or even, eh, I don't know, maybe, maybe below 40 would say, yeah, I, I don't stretch. I just get out there and lift, or maybe I don't do all this stuff or all that, that stuff is, you know, all those recovery stuffs are just, they're just big fads, but I'm, I, and we got two people here that can attest that like fad or not, just figure out what works for you <laughs> like, because um, once you get to a certain age, it does, it's, there's no playing around, man. <laughs> like I'm 40, uh, 43 years old and every day is a challenge to keep my body moving um, and, and moving in a, in a, in a high intensity way. 
You know, it's, um, I lift five days a week. Yeah. Five, five days a week. And sorry, I had to count that. Um, so it's, uh, and I do feel it. And I don't know if you're feeling it or not, but like I've noticed in the past, like couple, probably two years that it's like, I'm feeling it more than I used to. Um, it's just, and every year it gets a little bit different, but it's, it's these things that we have, the hot tub, the cold tank, the, you know, the yoga, no yoga. Uh, <laughs> I haven't done yoga in a long time. Uh, I don't use a foam roller either. Um, but what I like, uh, that works just as good is our two things. First is the scraper. I think the scraper, uh, is much more specific to the area than a foam roller is. Um, and I think you can apply the pressure that you want. Um, I also use the gun, you know, the thorough gun, yep. um, that thing can work all right. Sometimes, um, I don't use that thing as much. I use the cupping. What else? Uh, what else do I have? Oh, uh, flossing. I, I floss. Okay. Floss is a floss is something I used to do a lot in um, in the CrossFit world because I used to work out at like six in the morning, and so I would get to the gym. <laughs> That's when you were young. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I was when I said that. Like I kind of looked up. I was like, oh god. Um, but I would literally walk into the gym and I'd I I had a. I would floss both legs from the hips down all the way. And I'd just sit there and then I'd walk some laps in the gym and, Mm -hmm. you know, it looked funny, but I took those things off and I was like wide awake, ready to go. Um, but yeah, uh, get out there. I mean, dude, I've, I gotta say from you, I've, I mean, I have probably four to five tools in my house, recovery tools because of talking to you. Like some of the things I've seen you use and at your house, you know, that, that back pad, the the thing yeah. that has the pokey things on it, like yeah, the AccuPad. I love that thing. I use that thing once a week. It feels great. I use it on my feet. You know, yeah. it just it's fantastic. And it's funny, yeah. like you bought all those things. And it's probably one session in a at a physical therapist. Yeah. Oh and yeah. You've you've been able to use it for years. Amazon is great. You yeah. know, I know I don't need to put any more money in in Bezos's uh, pocket, but at the same point, it's saving me time and convenience, and I'm getting this stuff for exactly what you said. Like for what one appointment would cost me, I'm getting like five different tools, and then you just become smarter, right? I mean, you're learning how to do it. It's not like we're just going at it blind, being like, "Oh, I think this is what you do. Let me just try this." You know, like, the other thing that you'll learn over time, and yeah. this is. This isn't for the the 25, 27, maybe the 30-year-olds. Right. You'll start to pick up patterns of what you're doing that cause you to have to have more work. Right. So I personally know that I can't do the volume and squats that the majority of people can do. Okay. It also helps or it doesn't help that. Like I've squatted like 250 kilos. So when they're saying do five <laughs> sets of five at 80%, that's really not going to happen. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but I could do 10 singles at yeah. 80%. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll be fine. But if I do two, two sets of five at 80%, I'm probably going to be done for a week and a half. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'm with you on that. And okay. So, um, I don't know if anybody knows, you know, we talk about Damon on this, uh, you know, he, I think he comes up at least once a show, um, but he's considerably, I'm not considerably, he's 13 years, is it 13? I don't know. To somewhere 10 years below us. And, 
um, I, I really enjoy lifting with him. Like mm-hmm. he, he's a good partner to have. And him and I have talked about this because there, there are times that he'll go, he, he can recover a lot quicker than I can. And he's just like, bam, 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 bam. And I'm just, I, I'm over here like, okay, what can I do to stall this next time? <laughs> Looking <laughs> around like, Hey, did you see this? And I got like, you know, or, or start up a conversation. But, uh, it's, it's funny because I, I see the differences in like, um, the, the ability to recover after a lift and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a fact of life. The older, you, older you get, the more you, uh, attention you have to pay to your body. So, sure. and I didn't realize, and, and maybe this was really dumb. I didn't realize how quad dominant our lifting really is. I've always heard about it. I always knew my quads were big, but it's like when like you don't, when you don't have that range of motion with them, or the strength off the floor with it, dude, it, it takes everything down. It's crazy. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> now, so, so chiropractor, I go to a chiropractor when I'm like, I'm not getting better. It's generally if I like dislocate a rib or something yeah. like that, where yeah. I know that if I go in, it's going to be a lot faster than if I get it in. I can get it in on my own, but it's, it's a lot more work on my end. And right. It's generally about five to seven days of me being, it's two to three days for me being in pain and then another three to four days for me being aware of it. If mm-hmm. I go into the chiropractor, I skip those first three days of kind of being in pain and getting it in. And then it's yeah. just three days of like, I can pretty much be back lifting the next day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't generally go into the chiropractor on a regular basis. I have a good relationship with my chiropractor now. It's a different one. And they are a, a sports chiropractor. They mm-hmm. would love to have me in once a week, but they I would probably perform a little bit better if I was going in once a week, but I can't right. really afford that. And I kind of did the math and getting adjusted is the same cost as getting an hour massage. So yeah, I kind of look at too. what is, what am I going to benefit more from if I can go in once at least, at least every other week, but hopefully once a week, I I'm going to recover much better if I can get an hour long massage. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think the massage also brings um, a side of the mental game that chiropractic doesn't. You know, that's one thing I didn't like about that is that it was like, I mean, I was in and out of there 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, they they work pretty quick. I I really enjoy going into a massage therapist and like letting them take their time having an hour and sometimes just like closing my eyes and just letting, you know, them do their work. It's great. Um, and th- th- I think that brings a kind of a, a mental side of that, that aspect. So, you know, this is the first time I've done chiropractic in probably three years. And so, you know, the one big thing that came out of it were my hips and how they were just, they were, kind of, it was crooked, which was making one side of my body about a half inch shorter is what she said. And I, a half inch seems like a lot to me. I don't know like if she was exaggerating or what, <laughs> or if she was just trying to sell her business a little bit more. Um, but when, when I got off that table, I felt a, a sense of levelness that I'm like, okay, that maybe that was a thing, but she goes, that's probably why you've had in, an injury on your left foot, you know, your left hip. And now your quad is because you're really adjusting for that thing. And sure. she's like, and so I'm going in tomorrow. We're going to see if it moved okay. and if it didn't, and if it didn't move great. And if it did, she's going to put me back into place and, uh, I'm going to probably 
follow up with her in a couple weeks, you know, and just like, you know, give it a chance, see what it does. But they were like trying to sell me on a plan. I was like, no, I'll just pay the, I'll pay the, the single cost. It's, yeah. it's like $29. So oh, that's, that's real cheap. It's, yeah. it's not that cheap where I live. I also just found out that San Diego is the most expensive city to live in in america right now so <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think dude. the half inch i'm not a chiropractor but i can what i've noticed based on what they've done to me with my hips yeah when i lay down and then they they'll check my hips everything is kind of compressing so one side that's tight might yeah. be a lot tighter and won't relax as much so then the side that will relax will extend further when i'm just laying down relaxed oh I see. so it, it's not see. necessarily like your right hip is a half inch taller when you're standing. That but makes it's sense. when you're relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not a chiropractor, so <laughs> that's not official, but that's, that's what my thought I, is. I'm like a, I can be a closet, uh, closet, um, hypo, hypochondriac. I think I said that right. <laughs> and, and when she said that immediately, my mind was like, Oh, so I've been walking around with my one leg shorter than the other. <laughs> But that's that's obviously not what they meant. So yeah. it's uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. You know, um, I just know one thing is very very true to my world, which is, uh, and I I think you probably align really well with this. I just want to do this sport for a lot longer. I want to be a part of it. And if I make stupid decisions to uh, lift when I shouldn't, then you know I'm not going to be. And so um, it's it's all about taking care of your body and and man, you said it perfectly. Um, which is your body's it's, it's just like a high performance machine and you know, you got to take care of it. You can't just like forget to tighten a nut and say, Oh, okay, let's go. Let's go do this. (laughs) Then you might might bust a nut. Hey, I like that. I like it. Um, cool, man. Uh, Great show. Uh, do what do you, uh, you got any, any plans? I know you, I'm going to be seeing you really, real soon here. I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, I, and I'm flying yeah. up there on, it's funny. I've been telling a lot of people that at the gym, they're like, or they said something about, or I think there's a Halloween party next weekend and some other yeah. people want to go out and do stuff after lifting. And I was like, I can't. And like, why not? I'm like, well, I'm going to go coach our remote team up in Oregon. And they're like, yeah. what? I'm like, yeah, there's a competition up there and I'm, I'm going up there to coach the remote team. And they're like, you guys do that? I'm like, we do everything for our athletes. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. No, that's, you know, I'd like to definitely give, uh, you know, uh, you guys are the strength thing shout out because, you know, um, I always, as an athlete, you always want, um, more than what you get, but I will say, you know, Stephanie, uh, we've been in communication. There's been a couple like weird things here and there, but like for the most part, she's, she's, I feel like she's right there. And, um, you know, I just talked to her right before I got on the phone or on the, on the show here with you and, and, uh, you know, she's keeping in touch and I like that. That's kind of cool. Um, I know that like for what you pay for, uh, for programming or coaching, like, you know, if if you want, I guess if I wanted somebody to be like Johnny on the spot with me every time, obviously I need to be in a, a local gym, but if I want it remotely, I got to pay for it. So, but, but, but Stephanie's been like checking in on me and I kind of like that. that, that, that feels good. Um, she's, uh, she gave me some programming today, but the app didn't really work. So I, I didn't see it, 
but okay. Um, um, but we talked yesterday and she was like, you know, I asked her, I said, should I, should I just take the weekend off and hit Monday? You know, maybe give my legs like two full solid days of just like doing nothing. And she's like, no, let's get you moving on Sunday and they'll work through, uh, through Wednesday or Thursday. And I said, okay, cool. So, nice. And then I figure when you get up here, we'll probably do some stuff. And, Bring uh, back yeah. on Friday. Oh yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, Sweet. we're not going to do so that. So I'll see if I can get switched to the B session on that day. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. It's a, it's going to be a fun event. Uh, we're going to have Donald there. He's going to be with us. Uh, he's, he's like, yeah, I want to come watch you guys. I want to help in the back room if I can. I was like, yeah, obviously the more hands, the better I'm sure. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. And I'm excited. To- um, I totally have the itch to get out just to like, go do something with someone. Cool. That is, I'd say the one drawback about joining a gym like I have in the, for the past little over a year. Mm-hmm. Is I'm not getting to go and see other gyms really that much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, totally. I really have been missing that. So I talked to a couple of people, and we're gonna set up like a field trip to go to SoCal. Nice. Uh, probably gonna try to do maybe one of those every like four or five weeks. It's needed. It is such a good thing. I mean, even for us when we go to Rose City, because technically our home gym is our garages. But like when we go to Rose City, like it's it's just such a it's a treat. And like, even like I was saying at the beginning of the show, it, it, it makes a huge difference. You walk in, the music's pumping, you know, you got like the CrossFitters over here and you got your own like weight section of weightlifters where it's like four or five platforms. And, and we know the other people, cause it's all Joe's team. They all, mm-hmm. that's their, like their home gym. And so it's, uh, we, so we know everybody and we're, we're just talking having a good time and just, you know, going back and forth about what's going on in our worlds. And, and, uh, it's great. I, I love to be able to travel to different gyms. Yeah. You know, it, it's a lot of fun. Anyways. All right, dude. Well, uh, good show. Um, you sound amazing. Your backdrop is even better. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, that's all I got today, buddy. So I hope you have a great, uh, great night and I'm sure I will. I definitely will be talking to you tomorrow. So yeah. Sounds all right, good. buddy. Adios. Bye.